Welcome to the Positive Navigation Podcast, where inspiration and theory meet doable action to help you be well, do good, and enjoy the ride. I'm your host, Florence Moyer. Let's hop to it. Third time's a charm, right? I sure hope so. With high hopes and what felt like a workable plan at the time, I launched this podcast a little over eight months ago. Made it to four episodes, then life got in the way. Or at least that was the excuse I told myself. Dusted it off, rebooted about two months ago, made it to a whopping two episodes, and you guessed it, blamed it on life getting in the way. Round three, I am done with that excuse. Here's why, or maybe I should say here's how. I finally accepted and I'm owning something that I'm constantly writing about and talking to my clients about. Life is always going to get in the way if we let it. We live in a hyper-fast, unpredictable world where change is really and truly the only constant. My schedule of being too busy wasn't the real reason I neglected the podcast anyway, either time. When I finally got totally, radically honest with myself, something else I'm always encouraging clients to do, I finally admitted that I was afraid. I was afraid of messing up, of not being perfect, of being found out as a fraud. Yep, I was suffering from a big old case of imposter syndrome. Which is weird because researching and writing and recording episodes for this podcast is pretty ridiculously fun for me. It's aligned with my values, it lets me leverage my strengths, and it feels my love of learning and teaching, and the recording part even feels a little bit like a performance. But even with all that stuff to celebrate, the doubts and the questions kept creeping in. Things like, (laughs) who am I? to teach people about positive psychology. It's not like I have a degree or even a coaching certification in it. But I was totally discounting the degrees I do have, the master coaching certification, and the smarts and integrity that I have. I told myself, it takes so long to make the episode perfect. And even when I think it's perfect, I go back and listen again. And all I can hear is how imperfect it is. And people are going to think I'm a fraud because I don't have the degree and because I can't make a perfect podcast. And then I thought, what if nobody listens? Or wait, what if people do listen? They're going to think I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, I didn't even pick a good topic. Who wants to listen to about how to be happier in this crazy world anyway? Huh? Classic imposter syndrome going on inside my head. So what is this imposter syndrome thing anyway? Well, the term was coined by two clinical psychologists who studied high-achieving women. Their names are Pauline Clance and Suzanne Imes, and they first published in 1978, which is about the time my imposter syndrome really started to hit its stride. It's not a mental disorder. You won't find imposter syndrome in the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. At one point, it was thought of as this ingrained personality trait, but there hasn't been any real clinical evidence to support that. So instead, imposter syndrome is considered a reaction to certain situations. 
a reaction to certain situations. So according to Clance, it, it could be called the imposter experience rather than po- imposter syndrome. And she and Imes wrote that it happens to almost everyone, up to at least 70 people, 70% of people experience it at some point. So imposter experience, imposter syndrome can be accompanied by things like anxiety, stress, and depression. So it can be connected with symptoms of mental disorders, which makes this the perfect time for a little disclaimer and a reminder that I'm a master certified coach, not a licensed healthcare professional, and this podcast isn't intended for use in diagnosing or treatment mental, treating mental disorders. I'm here to teach. Some signs of imposter syndrome, something I'd like to let you know about. Here's a couple of them. Perfectionism, the idea that you can't just be good or can't just be excellent. Everything has to be perfect all the time over and over again. Overworking, because when everything has to be perfect, it's hard, right? Undermining your own achievements. Yeah, sure, I have two master's degrees, but if I mess up this podcast episode, I'm a failure. My life is doomed. Fear of failure and discounting praise. Even when things go well and you get compliments, passing them off as, oh, I just got lucky or it was no big deal. So perfectionism, overworking, undermining one's own achievements, fear of failure, discounting praise. You may delight. You may relate. So what do you do? Or I should say, what do we do about it? Instead of letting my imposter experience run wild and trying to be perfect and tell you about every possible way to deal with it, I'm going to save some for future episodes. I'll be talking about it on my blog. And I'm even in the early stages of cooking up some kind of an offer, a course, something like Escape the Imposter Experience. I don't think that title's perfect yet, but I'm going to work on it. Because imposter syndrome, I'm working to overcome it. At any rate, here are a few ways you can use now to manage imposter syndrome and start to plan your own escape from the imposter experience. First of all, know what it is and what it isn't. That was my intention with this podcast. It's not a mental illness. It can lead to conditions that might lend themselves to counseling or therapy. It's something that as many as 70% of people experience at some point or another, and imposter syndrome is a reaction to certain situations. Second, notice with self-compassion. If you felt an aha when I talked about the signs and symptoms, because you've noticed them in yourself and you were accurate in that noticing, good for you because you can't change what you don't notice. If you're beating yourself up, on the other hand, for showing signs of imposter syndrome, drop that nonsense now. Give yourself the kind of compassion you'd show to a frustrated, frightened child. Be kind to yourself. Talk to other people that you trust. Yeah, this might include hiring a coach. But a friend or a family member who's able to really hear and support you without judgment or without trying to fix things for you, that could work too. And finally, after you're clear about what imposter syndrome is and what it isn't, notice the symptoms in yourself with compassion and kindness to yourself. Talk to other people that you trust 
Next up, notice, list, and savor the positives in your life. Seriously, write them down. Lists of past accomplishments, positive feedback, success stories. I'm not talking about fake, make it up Pollyanna stuff. And it's not about pretending away stuff that didn't go well either. It's about thinking about times you've achieved things, positive feedback you've received, and success stories where you really and truly were the hero or the star. Notice them, write them down, savor them. I've been doing a lot of knitting this winter instead of producing podcast episodes, perhaps, and I've been learning a lot of new techniques. When I first do them, I suck at them. Even after some practice, some of them I still am pretty bad at. Some I'm getting better at. And the thing about knitting, because you can hold it in your hands and examine it over and over again, it's harder to dismiss the mistakes, but it also gives you more time to learn from them. I really enjoy growing my skills. So when I look at a piece I've done that's really not up to the perfectionist standards of my recovering imposter syndrome, I make sure I pay attention at the new things I've learned, give myself props for that, and think about how I might do something different as I practice more as long as I'm enjoying the process. So to recap, to begin to escape the imposter experience, remember you're not alone. Be kind to yourself. Find someone to listen to you who will check their judgment at the door. Notice, savor, and celebrate the true, honest-to-goodness positives in your life, the positive things that you've accomplished because they're always there if you look with enough intention. And stick around because I am on fire to bring you more episodes of the Positive Navigation Podcast in the weeks to come. I might not always get it right. It might not always be perfect. You may have noticed I trip over my words occasionally. I get excited. I might miss a week, hopefully not months, And what I say might not always resonate with you, but I promise to show up with the intention of offering the best I can, not perfection. And that's a way that I'm committed to ditching my imposter syndrome once and for all. Thanks so much for listening to the Positive Navigation Podcast. I'd love it if you would like it, comment on it, subscribe to it on iTunes, and oh, share it with a friend or a bunch of friends. That would be awesome. I'd really appreciate it. Until next time, check out the show notes at florencemoyer.com slash podcast. Now get out there, be well, do good, and enjoy the ride.